Vote for JoJo. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't like Trump? Vote for JoJo. We want JoJo. Karen, did you watch that show on HBO with the Daily Show guy? Um... (laughs) John Stewart? No, John. John. (laughs) John Oliver? (laughs) Oliver. Damn it. (laughs) Did you guys watch John Oliver this week? Yes. Yeah. I haven't yet. The, was it real good? Uh, I mean, it's a it's a horrible story, of course, but the end was the best. Okay. I'm trying to remember. What was the... That's the one where the K-pop people fucked over Trump's rally <laughs> and also have been hashtagging racist terms and then putting up K-pop videos. And then the furries got into it where the one guy was like, hey, racist, look at my big dumb otter cock. And it's like, <laughs> it's like hashtag whiteout Wednesday or something like that. <laughs> it's gotten to the point where you can't even they're trying to get racist rallies together and they can't get it done because they keep obliterating the hashtag with dumb shit yeah good for them episode 200 <gasps> yeah this is it what are we doing do we have a special show is it a game show no no trivia <laughs> no <laughs> are we gonna play cards against humanity <laughs> you'll have nothing unlike it <laughs> Welcome to episode 200 Woo! of the Profane Argument Podcast, <laughs> a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, June 23rd, 2020. I still haven't updated the date on this. <laughs> In any case, uh, my name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared 200. <laughs> this is Ian. 200. <laughs> <laughs> On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in, you can sign up on our Patreon page and chat with us directly while we record on Discord on Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. If you can't do that, you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash profanearg, and post something there, or tweet to us at profanearg. This week, we'll be talking about... I've been putting this off. I keep cutting it. I'm not cutting it this week. (laughs) Biden's VP choice, Mm. as well as holy cockfightings. Holy cockfighting? I want to say Batman, but in any case. (laughs) But first, I want to mention this. The Center for Inquiry had a lawsuit that we had mentioned previously against Walmart over their sale of homeopathic junk. Uh, A judge has dismissed it. Under, I think it was two separate reasons, Judge said that the Center for Inquiry lacks standing as a consumer protection organization, which they they don't lack standing. They have been public about the dangers of pseudoscience for a very long time. And they uh, the judge also said that CFI failed to identify the specific actions of Walmart that led to uh, harm to the customers. But... Hmm. They put homeopathic remedies right next to actual medicines, and so CFI is appealing, and it sounds like they've got a hell of an appeal. So they're not giving up just yet on Walmart and the homeopathic bullshit. Good. Yeah, good for them. That Walmart medical section is confusing as hell. Yeah, I bet it is. I mean, you have to look for some things that are homeopathic have to be labeled as such, but it there's no requirement as to like how big it has to be labeled. And apparently 
I haven't seen this, but apparently the homeopathic stuff is right alongside, you know, actual medical approved, FDA approved. I don't know. It looks like they just jammed a whole bunch of pill bottles on a shelf and it's all completely random sometimes. Well, sure. sure. Th- these are all cold medicines. Medicines in quotes. Well, I mean, even if you're trying to just like find like potassium pills and you're like, oh, God, what, what's going on here? Yeah. So the FDA, while we're talking about homeopathic stuff, the FDA also put out a warning for four manufacturers of unapproved injectable drugs. Mm-hmm. That are homeopathic. Injectables. Yeah. That's a whole new... Injectables. Uh, the FDA put out a warning saying, hey, you know, when you inject something, you're bypassing, like, all of your body's defense mechanisms. So you got to be really careful with that shit. And the, the FDA also put out a statement that said that many of the products were said to contain toxic substances, including belladonna, Ooh. mercury, lead... And something called Nux Vomica, which that sounds awful, (laughs) uh, which the FDA noted contains strychnine. Now, as we all know, homeopathic medicine has so little of what it says it has in it that it probably is still fine. Don't don't go injecting yourself with that crap. You always go back to that to that one statement that rings true about it. If it worked, it would just be called medicine. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, some follow-ups. I wanted to mention Franklin Graham again, uh. because we talked about the Supreme Court ruling on the LGBTQ, uh, saying that they they are protected by uh, the Non-Discrimination Act. Franklin Graham went to his Facebook page and said, what about me? What about my rights? Huh? He says, Christian organizations should never be forced to hire people who do not align with their biblical beliefs. My rights need to be protected. The the Supreme Court does not override and will never overturn the word of God. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. What about me? (laughs) What is it with these people? Him and everybody on the conservative side. It's constantly, they twist everything around and turn themselves into victims. Well, sure. Because they're losing the majority, and it's unacceptable. Really? As Ian pointed out previously on this show, the Christians won, and they want to uh, they want to retain their position. Yep. White Christians in charge currently and want to stay there. But why play the bitch? <laughs> like, I understand, like, you know, if you're a child and a new child is being born, you might try to get some attention because the attention might be off of you. Because that's what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Or someone who was like, oh, my God, did you hear about so-and-so's mother dying? And be like, yeah, well, my father is sick, too. You know, <laughs> or he's cancer. I have a bunion. Yeah. <laughs> well, because there's no other argument that works. Saying that white Christians should be in charge, not really a valid argument anymore. Yeah, because t- displaying yourself as the victim helps to immediately justify whatever, you know, horrible actions you're taking. Well, I did that to defend myself. Mm. I'm not trying to oppress others. I'm trying to defend my rights as a Christian to not have to hire these people. Right. Yeah, your rights to discriminate. Right. Did you guys see Matt Gates get shut down this week in the house over his uh, What About Me-ism? Oh, yeah. Man, that really sounds familiar, and I don't oh, remember. Oh, man, it was. Was that the one where he was talking <laughs> about what if my child were black? And yes. Yeah, he no. was like well, – he said something to the effect of, uh, and I wish I could remember the guy who was talking to him, or was talking, and then he, uh, Matt Gates asked to 
reclaims Elementary time. inquiry or something, yeah. And then he's like, uh, you were talking about black sons and daughters. Uh, are you implying that some of the white members don't have colored children? And before you can even finish, the guy goes, man, I'm not even going there. <laughs> I'm stopping right here, right? <laughs> and um, he goes... He goes, no, I was not saying that. If you have a black uh, son or daughter, then I, yes, they they fall into the same category too. I am worried about them. Probably more worried about them than you are. And that's mm. when Matt Gates was like, how dare you, sir? <laughs> and started going nuts. <laughs> and the guy's like, I reclaim my time. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and Matt goes, uh, and he goes, I reclaim my time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think Jeff got it. Cedric Richmond is a guy's name yeah. from Louisiana. And uh, then Jerry Jerry Nadler had to jump in. He was like, "the the congressman has reclaimed his time." And then uh, Richmond's like, "I hit a nerve on you, <laughs> right?" And he's like, "You damn right." And he goes, "Yeah." He's like, "Kick dog hollers." <laughs> it was great. But then it turns out Matt Gates has a 19 year old son from Cuba. It's not his son. I know it's such a whacked ass situation. It's a weird story. I think he has he has a black friend who's 19, which is odd. I I don't understand what is going on there, but I think he found his black friend to stand up next to him on the podium. He's 19. Claims 19. He looks like he's 30. Yeah. Nestor, Nestor from Cuba. Yeah, it's very strange. <laughs> so wait, are they related? No. He adopted him. Did he? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, he claimed- Did he? Yeah, he did. He claims he did. But look, did we, he? if anything, we've learned a lot of these white- uh, GOPers adopt colored children. I keep saying colored. Uh, <laughs> like, well, I'm trying to say uh, non-white children mm. and use them as props, like Laura Ingram. Yeah, brother Laura of an Ingram's not white. Laura Ingram is whiter than white. Oh, that's what I thought. No, she Possibly. has like three children oh. from like uh, like South America, all over the place. Mm. So it's the ah. it's the brother of an ex girlfriend who started living with him when he was 14. Okay, so he he has been a guardian of this of sorts of Nestor till you know he turned 18 and and perhaps beyond yes okay if they that had seems legitimate sure they had a you know a, a does that have any bearing on the conversation they were having though no <laughs> no <laughs> no it really doesn't it, it's taking no I, I understand that Matt Gates is a huge fan of theater mm. and right. a huge fan of being a duplicitous asshole <laughs> but I wasn't sure where we were going I I I'm I have no reason to doubt that Laura Ingram loves her children, and I have no reason to doubt that Matt Gates loves his ward or whatever situation they're in. <laughs> his Robin? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I don't know if he – I didn't know if he fully adopted Nestor or if he just Doesn't really was his matter. primary guardian or what. So I don't know exactly what to call him, but, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know what road we were going down. It felt like a bridge too far for me. Uh, I'm not going to doubt their familiar relationships uh, we, uh, we, because we, they're pieces of shit. We went down the road <laughs> that Matt Gates let us down. Mm. All right, because he's the one who threw this out there after after the conversation. Now, granted, the conversation was about police brutality, and Gates was twisting it around to Antifa and shit like that, which is why R Richmond was like, "I'm not even talking about this shit right now." And then then he cherry picked a stupid line. That Richmond had said where he said, when I think about our black sons and daughters, Gates was like, are you intimating that I don't have a non-white child? And well, that, I was going to say, if you have a non-white child, you should be at the forefront mm. uh, that's what, of this. That's what he said to him. Yeah. Yeah. And then he- You should be the mm. most concerned. And Gates flipped out when Richmond said, maybe I'm more concerned than you are. <laughs> and that's when he lost his shit. 
So it's, well, yeah. he fake lost his shit. And then right, tweeted right. out photos of Nestor. As a prop! So, yeah. and by the way, I do have reason to believe that Lauren Grimm does not love her children, because I think her brother said so. <laughs> oh. But by default, just because you're an asshole doesn't mean you don't love your children. No, no. Adopted yeah, Nestor, or unadopted Whatever. Nestor also doesn't give him a safety net in, no. in, in uh, legislating law. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I, I feel like in that particular instance, he was 100% wrong. And perhaps in other instances, he is trying to suggest that, you know, Nestor is his, I'm not a racist because I have black friends. Mm. Yeah. Like, that means you're a racist. Yeah. <laughs> if you say that aloud, it's because you're a racist. Yep. What about if you say colored three times in fucking ten minutes like I do? <laughs> uh, I you spent all weekend hanging out with racist Nick and it rubbed off on you. <laughs> colored's a term no- nobody around me uses the word colored. <laughs> Jared's think- just old passing. No, to- well, to be honest with you, when I was saying colored, I wasn't – I didn't mean particularly black people. I just meant non-white people, which I should have just said non-white. Right. <laughs> a person of color. A person of color. There you go. There you go. Right with the save. Oh, my God. Can you just bleep out all those times I said it? <laughs> I was thinking about it, but, man, we won't let it go. <laughs> hey, listen. I own up to my – at least I caught it every time. It's, yeah. Yeah, you did. All right. The next thing I've got – Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel me on my 200th show. <laughs> next thing i got is a follow-up we talked about danny masterson before Mm. we talked about scientology hey scientology didn't come through for him all Mm. the way he has been charged with three counts of rape at least it was three women i think it was three counts i don't know three women raping three women between the years 2001 and 2003 um he spent upwards of three and a half hours in jail before they paid his three point three million uh Whew. bond bail bail yeah. bond, so you know maybe uh maybe he'll actually make it into court so I'll, who knows th- this is the one of the cases that sprung out of the me too movement, <laughs> and Jeff bringing up exactly uh, Jeff, what I'm gonna bring you? up I'm gonna, speaking of <laughs> speaking of raping three people, we lost a hero today. <laughs> what happened to the hedgehog? He was uh, arrested he got he got charged with. Two, four, three counts of rape and two counts of sexual assault. Mm. Uh, really? Yep. Yeah. I mean, is there any hard yeah. evidence to back it up? I assume yes. Uh, he was charged. Hashtag believe yeah, the women. Charges. <laughs> I mean, and again, I don't know the particulars of the situation, but I know that Ron Jeremy probably gets invited to a lot of stupid parties and shit like that, and people probably sit on his lap. Did he get handsy with somebody, or was this like a thing where he? Oh, he's getting charged with actual rape. Actual yes. rape. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, Forcibly yeah. raping three women. All yeah. right. God, and, God and, Ron, didn't you get enough dick? Why would you need to do that? <laughs> <laughs> because it's always about power and never about sex. I guess so. Jeez. You thought uh, this motherfucker would have been fucked out by that. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes you're shooting a podcast and you look over to your right and the centerpiece of your toy and trophy cabinet is an autographed Ron Jeremy picture. <laughs> and you have to be like, damn it, I can't display this anymore. Nope, you're going to have to cancel that photo. No. <laughs> I'm just going to move it to the back. <laughs> I'll move it Man. behind the Billy West photo. <laughs> and that was the cameo I was going to get for you. <laughs> you can you can still finally remember the time before you knew that, that he was capable of that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So. All right. 
dark. Well, good. Days. At least Danny Masterson's getting busted. Yeah, that that right. cheers me up a little bit. And what and what happened here with Ansel Elgort? <laughs> uh, I hate this fucking guy, and I didn't really like Baby Driver. <laughs> he was a is accused of sexually assaulting a teen in 2014. All right, cancel West Side Story. <laughs> I'm I'm totally neutral on that one. Go ahead. I don't know who he- take him away. I I don't care for that. I just don't care. I don't know who that guy is. So I don't know. Take him away. Lock him up. All right. So since we kind of touched on the whole racial stuff that's been going on in the country, um, in national news, I've got a pastor in uh, Passion City Church in Atlanta. He live streamed a conversation about race and racism in which he says. We understand the curse that was slavery, white people do, Mm. and we say that was bad, but we miss the blessing of slavery that actually built up the framework for the world that white people live in today. A lot of people call this white privilege, and when you say those words, it's like a fuse goes off for a lot of white people because they don't want somebody telling them to check their privilege. So check your blessing? So I think maybe it's a great thing for me to be calling it white blessing- that I'm living in the blessing of the curse. Ah, uh, what? I I just I I don't understand. He he, he just wants to change the words. Yeah, I was gonna say so it's still the same. People don't recognize that he's a racist. Whether it's white privilege or white privilege, <laughs> well, I I don't. It's still the same. <laughs> I don't understand why he's doing. I mean, there is a correlation clearly, but white privilege is something that we're talking about that happens currently. Slavery is something that predominantly happened in the past. Why is he connecting I, yeah, the connecting I don't know. them? No, I think what he's saying is is that white people are where they are today because of slavery, and people call it white privilege. But I like where I am, so I'm calling it white blessing instead. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm getting out of. Yeah. All right, but it's still the same. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're actually celebrating the fact that you are where you are because you put uh, because your ancestors put other people into slavery. Yeah, he, he might as well just slavery say slavery gets shit done. Yeah, he might as well just say white privilege. I love white privilege. I mean, because that's what he's saying. Yeah, I'm living in the blessing of the curse. Yeah, the curse of slavery. Yeah, but he's blessed because oh, wow, that is some. He is blessed. Yeah, shenanigans. <laughs> By the way, if you're white and you get arrested a couple times. Some of that white privilege goes away. <laughs> <laughs> it will not like get you. Better, it will not get you pulled over at the same frequency, but it might get it, you arrested. It, it, well, but the privileges is that you drive around thinking you won't get pulled over. You're not worried about it, right? That's where your white privilege comes in, where you're like, no, oh, I'm not going to get pulled no, it's, over. It, I'm white. It's not just what you think. It's also the reality oh, of yes, the world yes, you live yes, in. Yes, it is the reality. It, it is the reality. But that's <laughs> hard for a, a, a person to quantify. They can't go. How many times would I have been pulled over and wasn't? You know, it's hard to say. But as as many times as I've been arrested, like when I see stuff like happen to like George Floyd, I go, "Ooh, God, that could probably happen to me." I don't go, "Oh, I'm white; that'll never happen to me." I'm like, "Oh, God, that's horrible for him, and that could happen to me." Uh, mm, nope, no, probably I go not. With the first one, yeah. I mean, you you're welcome to go with the one that you go with. I yeah, go with know. both. I said the first oh, one I went I, with. Was, yeah. Oh no, nope. I always go. Oh, that'll never happen to me. Oh, really? Oh, hundred percent of the time. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, not me. That's why I, when I always when people are like, oh, you know, it's whatever they, their excuse is, whether they're black or if you fight the law, and I go, you clearly haven't been arrested before because <laughs> it, it is bad news and it can go south quick. White, I mean, more black for or more so for black people, but it can happen to white people too, and I don't want to take that chance. And also, they killed a guy. Yeah, you know, many guys. So yeah, he, I would think he's got the- a little white privilege. 
Yeah, I tons. think that the <laughs> likelihood of you surviving is much higher if you're a white guy. I just think that the hostility gets gets ramped up way more. Mm, absolutely. I, right. Again, I, I don't know. I can't say yes or no. I was going to say, I'm not a threat. No one sees me and feels intimidated. Right. Well, when you see, is the area you live in uh, have a nice mix of white and black? No, there's only white people in State College. Really? Yes. Dude. Well, I thought you, you don't live in State College. Uh, but I did for like 25 years. When I was making terrible choices, I would drive around high all the time and get oh, pulled yeah, over. Oh, yeah, wait, wait, wait. Like, okay, with, yeah. Without registration about- on my car, and I would get pulled over, and they'd be like, where's your registration? I'd be like, I lost the sticker, and I'm high. And they'd be like, all right, see you later. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay. I was going to say, if you're talking about the years where you were, were committing crimes, and then you were in state college, yes, you were in Whitehaven. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, like, see, what I've noticed is around here is because it's predominantly white, and there's not blacks to pick on, that they'll just pick on white people. <laughs> I suppose if you have a like we have described a, po- a police th- system that inherently wants to you know respect my authority, yeah, um, yeah, kind of makes sense. Oh, they gotta pick on someone. Yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, when I lived in the city, when I was living in Queens, and when I lived in Jersey City, that was where I experienced. I'm not gonna get pulled over. I'm white mm. because I would often do shit like that, drive drunk, do whatever. And just anytime somebody was pulled over, they were black, and I was like, "Bah, they're not, they're not going to bother with me." So yeah, I know I have experienced it. Yeesh, people are fucked up. No. <laughs> yes, yes, they are. Was I not? W- Shoot, I don't remember if I was with Jared or not. I feel like we were out drinking heavily and got stopped at a checkpoint. Oh my god, were you? Yes, you yeah. were with me for that. Where the guy asked me to do the finger count. Yeah. And I did, and you I fucked, fucked it up. <laughs> I was so drunk, and I look at him and I go, "Dude, I couldn't do that if I was sober, <laughs> right?" And he's like, "All right, go ahead, leave." <laughs> we just rolled on by. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Jeep Cherokee full of white kids. What, what happened? To, what happened over there, Chief? Just another white boy drunk behind the wheel of an automobile. Have a good night, son. <laughs> yeah, they had me do a thing where I had to like. Tap my thumb with my fingers yep. and count off, and then do yep. it backwards. Yep. So I right, I, you had to I do one, like, two, three, four, four, three, two, one. No, I had to do it on all ten, as I recall. <laughs> and I was like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, <laughs> I ten. Can't tell and you I how can, many yeah. times I practiced that finger <laughs> thing after that incident. <laughs> I've told that story a million times, and I can never remember who was in the car with me. <laughs> me. <laughs> who I was toasted, and they just that <laughs> is some white privilege. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. All right. I have no transition for this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if you're aware. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene has been voted into office. She is a member of the GOP now. She won a GOP primary in Georgia last week. Uh, she is a total believer in the QAnon conspiracy. Ugh. Ugh. We finally the- got one of our own in, in the hen house. <laughs> <laughs> In a on video, she said that black people are held slaves to the Democratic Party, and during the same time, she said that uh, George Soros, she called him a Nazi, and said that Muslims shouldn't hold elected public <gasps> office. Wow! And what is her what is her position now? She is a representative, I believe, from Louisiana. No, S- state no. or national? I believe national, but oh, maybe whoa. it's state. Yeah, she just won a primary. Doesn't she have to win another election? Yeah, she just won the to, primary. To in actually Georgia. be a representative, okay. Primary she, doesn't yeah. land you anything, yeah. oh. except the chance. Well, it, it's Georgia though, so she's elected. 
she's very, yeah. She's not going to lose to a Democrat in November, but I think you have to actually win an election to become a representative. Mm. Unless she's running unopposed, which oh, is poop. what Grinch just suggested. Wow. Yeah, I, I unfortunately, I don't know. I read this earlier, and I don't have it in my mind. But um, apparently, there is only one Republican who came out against her. Uh, Steve Scalise from Louisiana said that the comments made by Miss Green are disgusting and don't reflect the values of equality and decency that make our country great. So good for you. I don't say that too often. Good for you, Steve Scalise. Yeah. <laughs> All other Republicans have remained quiet. Of course. Yeah. Wow. Might incur the wrath of Daddy Trump. Fucking cucks. <laughs> Is she running unopposed? Or are we just speculating? No, I think it's just a. Uh, this says in a deep red northwest Georgia seat. All right, because I feel it would be easy to like make fun of her. Yeah, but it doesn't matter if she if it's deep red. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If you fight like a Republican, like the Lincoln Project does, you can make these people look really dumb. <laughs> to, uh, it shouldn't take too much to make this woman look to dumb. who, though? Yeah. You remember who, who, who's her block, though? They don't like people looking weak. It doesn't matter. I mean, you'll have your ones that go no matter what, but there's a few on the side who are like, oh, secretly, he, she looks like a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Then again, Democrats are always the enemy. Who the fuck can tell? Strange shit is happening every fucking day in this country. That That is true. Okay, so she does hold no office currently. She has, there's another runoff, but um, apparently she she won in a nearly two to one margin over the second place candidate mm -hmm. in, the, in the first primary. So the runoff is in August and uh, yeah, we'll see what uh, what happens then. But she still has to face the general election, but again, it's Georgia, so... Mm. Right. I feel like everybody who, you know, checked the box next to her name was like, I agree, Muslims shouldn't hold office. Exactly. <laughs> right. This woman is great. Yeah. She is white and blonde. I'm totally voting for her. She's saying That's the things right. that I believe. If that picture is any indication of the people who's going to vote for her, they'll be dead by November because of COVID in Georgia, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, moving on to uh, some coronavirus updates. Again, uh, Dashboard is on the website if you uh, want to take a look at the numbers or if you want to take a look at the list of phony COVID-19 products, hmm. um, the CFI Resource Center or the FDA has a running list. Um, I, I did want to mention this Pentecostal church in Oregon that openly defied restrictions on public gatherings is now the epicenter of a new outbreak. I am so surprised. What a shock. Yeah, 278 new statewide cases Tuesday oh. is a 51% increase. Did they miss their from, shipment uh, of Jesus blood? <laughs> Was it held up at that Amazon uh, facility that had 100 cases? The Pentecostal church of the, you know, some do the snake thing, lots of chanting and, and singing and shouting. I'll be honest with you. I can't keep them straight. That sounds right. I think so. But, yeah. So that makes sense. Enclose them all in a room together. Hooting and hollering. Yep, that'll do it. I love those people. <laughs> yeah, Jeff says you are correct. Okay. So I trust the Jeff. <laughs> Verification. That is, that is just a small microcosm of what's going on in actual states right now, though. Yes. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I just watched the news of, like, soaring numbers. I mean, one doctor said Houston is quite literally on track to be the worst hit city in the country over New York, which was the fucking epicenter. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, the, and, some of the, the graphs... The angles on the graphs are alarming. They're yeah, super high. And 
the the most interesting part is bar in California, which had just uh, knocked out five thousand cases in one day. Mm. Every other state is a Republican governor who gets up there and is like, eh, "Everything's fine. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we're doing a lot of testing. I, I can't go back to what we were doing before. See you later." <laughs> <laughs> Trump will yell at me if I do other, anything else other than this. I'll tell you this though: I noticed that on all the rising cases, where you don't see them, New York and PA. Well, that is true. If you look at Allegheny County in Pennsylvania, evidently it's a little bit on the uptick there. But oh, really? Other than Allegheny County, yeah, we're looking pretty good. Damn it, Pittsburgh, do better. Hmm. Hey, Cuomo stopped doing his briefings. Oh wow. Yeah, he's like, we 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 nicked it. We're done. <laughs> well, we're not done, but you don't need to hear from me anymore. You don't need to hear me every day. Nice. Yeah. So we have a follow up on the previous story. Grinch has uh, the Georgia 14th district <laughs> does have a Democratic opponent in November. <laughs> Kevin Van Osdell, he currently has on-hand campaign funds of $1,123. Is he a flat earther? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. That's just not looking very good, though. Well, maybe we should do a, you know, hashtag support Kevin Van Osdell. Yeah. Well, I'll I'll post it on the the Twitter page and we'll we'll see what that, see if it helps. (laughs) I was going to say, we don't know how to use social media. What are you talking about? (laughs) Karen's been getting on it. <laughs> and by that, posting like way more than me. That doesn't take much. But <laughs> All right, let's move on to a couple of things about the coronavirus that, um, I don't know, just more an understanding. There was an article on the Huffington Post that I found very interesting. It looks likely that depending on what your blood type is, it might give you some protection against the virus. Yeah, it's advantage uh, you. Damn it. Yeah, type O... Blood type, uh, you may have some protective effects, while type A may be linked to more severe illness from the Ah, son of a bitch. (laughs) Now, type A is the most common blood type, and type O is the least common. uh, What if you're... It's, it's uh, oh, is the least common of the the more common ones. There are others that are super, that are rare, but... Well, yeah, I mean, I'm just generalizing type O, type A, type B, not like all the different be negative, whatever. What if your blood is intermixed with alien blood and you're RH negative like me? Because I'm, I'm part alien. <laughs> I think my blood I'm, is mixed with tiger blood and you're always winning? Yeah. I mean, there's a good chance my alien forefathers brought COVID-19 here, you know, so they probably bioengineered it so that it wouldn't affect me. I think you're just a Neanderthal, an alien. <laughs> Karen, yeah. look up RH negative blood. We're aliens. And all all famous dictators have RH negative blood, <laughs> including Obama. Oh my God! Are you reading QAnon again? <laughs> no, this is. I looked this up long before fucking QAnon made an appearance. <laughs> when I found out I had uh, the R, because RH negative blood is a thing. Yes. Well, that's that, that's and, why uh, we. But when you used to get married, they make you do the blood test. It was to test your RH negative and positive because if you. Right. Across the streams, bad things happen with the babies? I don't remember. Yes. Well, it, it generally takes two RH negative to make a to make a baby. And luckily, both my parents were. Mm. So I am. So I had no, I'd never heard about this. And I looked it up. And of course, I type in RH negative blood. And the first thing I see is what Jeff just put up there is an alien blood group. It's fuck. It's a conspiracy blood group. All kinds of shit. No <laughs> actual real science showed up. <laughs> So, being a doofus American, it was the first thing there, so it must be true, and I'm an alien. Part alien. Part alien. I got a little human in me. 
All right, you need to start using the phrase, it's not my damn planet, monkey boy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All you fucking humans are on your own. I'm going back to, to Glibglorb. Where- <laughs> it was Earth the whole time. <laughs> A is, is the unlucky, but vitamin D is also important, and... There's another. Oh, and well, of course, you know, the diabetes and high blood pressure and biotum K. Very true. Yeah. Uh, There is an article, though, on Psychology Today that also I found interesting. The idea of boosting your immunity via diet. Um, Now, I want to qualify a little bit, but basically what the article says is stop listening to all the daytime TV stuff that tells you, hey, this will boost your immunity. Hey, that'll boost your immunity. You could just buy whatever and... You, the idea of boosting your immunity is is actually kind of bad. If your immune system is overpowered, it starts eating itself. It starts eating your body and causes you problems. What you don't want to do is eat things that negatively affect your immunity. You want, you want a healthy immune system, but you don't want a super boosted immune system. Right. Well, that's what autoimmune disease are. It's... Right. It's diseases that your immune system has decided that your joints are bad, and and you get arthritis or lupus. It's uh, your blood, your red blood cells are bad, and it attacks your red blood cells because it's Reese's peanut butter cup. Where does that fall on that scale? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that falls under a negative because of the high mm, sugar yeah. content. Okay, sugar and fat is bad for you. And then it falls into a positive because it's so delicious. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> Eat healthy. Yeah. Ah, one buttercup, peanut butter cup a week is not going to kill you. Oh, no. That, that's just for mental health right there. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're eating this shit daily, okay, now you got to stop. Yeah. If you, if when you break out um the, the container of cookies, if you eat the entire row of cookies in one sitting, you don't do that. Have two cookies. It's all you need is two. <laughs> <laughs> Ian, she crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> two. Two cookies out of the row? Yeah, two. <laughs> no, no, no way. <laughs> Snackmaster Ian is going to disagree with you on that. <laughs> well, I love a life of shame. But <laughs> I can't support you, but you're not wrong. Donut holes? <laughs> oh, no. She's definitely right, but can it be done is the question. <laughs> yes, it can be done. Donut holes? You can have four donut holes. That's the, that's the limit. What? Four donuts. Got it. Donut the holes. Smallest, I was going to say, the smallest I can get a dunk is a 10-pack. What am I going to do with the other six? Save until tomorrow. Gross! Throw them away. Yeah. Give them to your family. Uh, those guys. <laughs> Ten is the perfect number for your family. It's four for the wife and two uh, for the yeah. kid. They're- oh, look at that! You <laughs> fucked with the snacks, Karen. Now you're getting canceled. I'm back on. <laughs> Hashtag cancel Karen is on. Fox just picked my show up. Oh, uh. <laughs> don't let me in with those other Karens. <laughs> Oh, God, I hadn't even thought about that, Karen, Should about it's... your name. <laughs> oh, Holy yeah. Sh- yeah, that's, that must be horrible. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Poor me. I'm a victim. <laughs> yeah. We need to start a Karen, a, a good Karen advocate group. <laughs> um, all right, let's move on to some Trump stuff. Mm. So let's start with the rally, because <laughs> why not? The first thing, since we were already talking about coronavirus, he really came out on his rally and said, yeah, there's so many numbers. Uh, we need to slow down the testing. I told my people, slow the testing down, please. Because there's so many cases, and he sees more cases as being a problem, and fewer cases is absolutely the solution, so stop testing. If we don't do testing, we won't have cases. <laughs> I feel like you buried the lead on this thing. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, it's <laughs> but <laughs> but the question is, I mean, Ray and I talked about this on our lunchtime walk today, so I couldn't wrap my head around why he would say this because it it doesn't make sense in 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 my head. Except that Ray explained that it doesn't matter that people will die and or get infected or not be infected. It's just about the numbers. It's only ever about the yeah, numbers. Yeah, just like the like the boat. Remember, he wouldn't he didn't want to let people on the uh, off the boat because right. we'd increase the numbers. I like the numbers where they're at. Yeah, it's all about the numbers, and if the numbers are low, then he can't be blamed for the coronavirus, and therefore he will re- win re-election. Right, and it's not doesn't matter how sick people get or if people die. Right. And it, he doesn't believe that – I mean, because at first I'm like, well, does he believe that if we don't test them, they don't actually have it? And that's not it. He just doesn't care. He just wants the numbers to be low. So the, the stock market is high. doesn't matter. But I was told he was just, he was just kidding. Uh, but, he was jesting. But he tweeted earlier today, I don't joke. But I said over 100,000 are dead and I'm going to do a stand-up routine. Yeah. <laughs> no, he said he does not joke. He said what he meant and he meant what he said. Ugh. And they cheered. Yeah. Yeah, they, they absolutely did. They also cheered when he drank a glass of water. So yeah. what will these seals right. not, he not drank fucking a clap glass for? Of, he, he finally drank a glass of water with one hand, but then couldn't successfully set it down. Like he threw it down on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what that was. I really feel like you need to go back to the start of this thing, of this whole rally. And of and what a complete boner it was. <laughs> well, sure. Oh, it was amazing. Uh, well, let's start with uh, K-pop. And TikTok well, no, fans. Start, start, start even before that. All right. With them just never nonstop shutting up about how many people were coming. Sure. Oh, yeah. A million people signed up. Million, we got a million people. We're setting up an outdoor overflow section stage for Trump to talk at. Right. That's how many people are coming. <laughs> Q, <laughs> the next thing. <laughs> the K-pop and the- K- K-pop uh, and the TikTok. So one of the TikTok, right? So one of the people that works with me goes, "What is a K-pop and what is a TikTok?" I'm like, "All right, K-pop, Korean pop music." <laughs> and they signed up. They had no intention of going. The whole idea was to, you know, flood the zone. So you had a, now a million they, people sign they, up, with no intention of going. While that is true, that did not cause the low numbers. Like there was no limit for the number of you know reservations, right? Online, so it prevented nobody from getting a ticket, right? And yet, there were still only sixty-two hundred people there. Well, it, all it did was inflate the numbers and make them expect that many, and make them make a stage. So this cost no citizen any money, um, but it made Trump look like an asshole. Yeah. What What shocks me about this, though, Ian? Do you know what happened? Somewhat. So, so he was having a rally, huh? right? And. I didn't know K-pop, but I, I thought it was TikTok. I thought it had something to do with kids on TikTok all asked, you know, requested to to save spaces at the rallies. So Trump thought he was going to go to a rally that had, you know, upwards of like a million people in his mind. Yes. Like unlimited people. They were going to be well beyond the 16,000 person capacity or 19,000 person capacity of this stadium. They built like they wanted the convention hall next to it booked. They built like tons of outdoor seating. So that, you know, they could accommodate close to like, again, what he would still think is only going to be 1% of the number of people who really want to see this. And right. He, he literally up. said, he literally is like 900,000 people are going to be upset. Mm. Right. And then I believe the number that I saw was 6,200 people showed up. Yep. Mm-hmm. There was just endless oceans of empty seats. And yeah. 
Bl- nonstop disappointment. Empty oceans of blue seats, which is kind of an oh, extra cherry. He was. He looked really upset. And, and, and a sad video of them taking down the overflow stage that nobody <laughs> used. Yeah, they were taking down the overflow stage as he was speaking. Yeah. So there's two things about this that are blowing my mind. One, that nobody heard about the K-pop shit till after the rally. It was, like, it was all I, over I mean, Twitter. If you were paying attention, you could see it happening. Okay, so how does Trump's campaign manager not see this? Ego? <laughs> Nobody your age. <laughs> that's fine. Um, I mean, that's fine. But, I mean, I thought it would seep into the news where they'd be like, uh, the rumor might be that the, the reservations are getting overflowed or overflooded with bullshit reservations. I think it, Nobody said this. Nobody mentioned this. I think people were mentioning it, just not, not loudly, but mainly because they're going, this will be fun. <laughs> I mean, they got some real fucking morons working for him. Well, that you could that you couldn't t- spend five minutes to investigate this. You no, just it doesn't saw matter. the numbers and go. No, it doesn't matter. You couldn't. T- you can't tell him that that's the case. It's you would immediately get shot down if not fired if you told him these numbers don't look real. He's surrounded himself with yes men. Remember, so I, I, I get that, but you also want to keep your job, don't you? Want to go look. These numbers might be inflated. Don't say anything. I mean, I get that he's going to want to say shit. And he could have just said, there's lots of people signing up, you know, and not give a specific number. No, his his ego completely cannot take. I mean, he, he heard somebody told him that you're going to get, you know, you're getting close to a million people. There's no backing away from that. His ego won't let that go. There's no way. So you're telling me and then maybe that this guy, what, it's Brad Pascal. Is that the guy? Pascal, yes. Finds out the actual, like, maybe we're saying he might have known yeah. that it was going to be a bust and doesn't say anything? He can't. Trump will believe him. Trump will get pissed off at him and then blame him. He's going to be blamed anyway. It doesn't matter. But Does he tell anybody? Does he tell anybody around Trump, like, this is going to be a fucking disaster? Probably. There's not- and everyone's like, well, you know, And everybody's like, yeah, do you, would you rather get fired today or, you or know, you, a week from yeah. now? Do you want to draw one more paycheck before <laughs> yeah, it's all over? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, if that's the case, then maybe they're not morons. <laughs> yeah. Or they're morons and they just saw the numbers and said, this is fucking awesome. Uh, oh, some of them, sure. I mean, the ones that are related to Trump and married into the family, I'm sure they believed it all, sure. But Brad Parscale, he's, he's an ass, but he's not an idiot. You can't ask for a better turnout for Biden, the way this, this unfolded. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. Yeah. I mean- <laughs> I mean, because I was hearing the numbers, too, and I was like... That doesn't make sense. Oof. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, well, one, I was like, no way is it a million, but could it be 100,000? If it's 100,000, that's still a lot, you know? And then it, when, it, when it all came out and they showed the empty thing, and I was like, all <laughs> right, is this going to be a case where it's like they took pictures before everybody filed in? I'm like, oh, no, this is all real. It's all real. And then I saw, uh, what's his name, Brad, talking to somebody on CNN, and he was like... Uh, I think Jake Tepper is like, well, you know, you were expecting a million and only 6,000 showed up. He's like, oh, that's not true. The fire marshal got it wrong. 12,000 actually showed up. And he's like, okay, that's still nowhere near the number you're expecting. And look at the number of people in there. There's pictures. There's a a ton of pictures and the number of empty seats. No, it's a third filled. Incorrect. Even, yeah, 12,000 is still horrific. One of the best things about it is, and uh, Jeff mentioned this on Discord, is one of the reasons that political campaigns want to do a rally is so that they get people to sign up and they get an email address and they can say, okay, this person is a dedicated, you know, supporter. He's good, going to be going to the rally. They, you know, maybe we can get money from them. We can send out these mass emails. And now they've got, they, they know that all of their data is screwed. Mm. Like they just have to, to start over. 
So all these people who signed up, they can't count on them for donations. No. They can't count on them for anything because they're all K-pop and TikTok fans. <laughs> you know, normally I look at K-pop fans with a little bit of disgust, but uh, I'm on board with them now. You can all listen to your horrible music. I will never say a negative <laughs> thing about you guys. <laughs> well, they've not stopped either. You know what they're doing currently? They're they're posting videos, uh, K-pop videos with um, hashtag White Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. And um, other um, racist phrases, so that you, people that are actually looking for white lives matters, all they get is K-pop. I'm like, that is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, they have bungled uh, actual rallies that people have tried to get to by doing this, by n- people not being able to get information, and then the furries jumped in on it yep. as well. <laughs> it's amazing. And then, of course, John Oliver gave a video out for free that you can all post with the stupid hashtags as well. Yep. <laughs> Today they did. Uh, it's okay to be racist. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? Yep. <laughs> Hashtag. Now, the the substance of the speech was amazing as well mm. because there was no substance to it. No, it was he, 15 minutes of complaining about walking down a ramp. <laughs> yeah. Then another 10 Literally. on the glass on how he could on how he was allowed that he could drink water well and they all cheered for that. Mm. <laughs> they all went nuts when he drank his water. But Sorry. nothing that, Go ahead. <laughs> oh, are you looking at that? <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about. I didn't know the content of his speech. Like, <laughs> I would. I always thought that people just kind of, you know, even you know, even people in the spotlight just lived their lives and just you know did whatever they needed to do. Like every time that like a late night host does a sketch or something like that, there's like a little tear rolling down. The president's cheek being like, that's, I know how to drink water. That's not cool. I am a good walker. I hate you guys. Like, and then he has to give a 15 minute speech, like, as a rebuttal. Like, what a little bitch. I know everything that's going on in this country, and he's like, I, before we get to the COVID and before we get to the, the riots and the police brutality, can we please talk about how that's. That ramp was very slippery. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so slippery. He had rubber soles. I had slick shoes. Come I on. I had leather on the shoes. It, it was, yeah. It's amazing. I, I actually didn't know that it went on as long as it did. Oh, yeah. I saw more of it today than I had previously. And he just, it, it just keeps going. I, I'm starting to think, though, especially the part with the water. Because then after he did the after he did his ramp speech, and again he must be clueless to what's going on because he tells the story of how Melania had to t- like tell him what was going on, hmm. and Melania's like, "You also drank some water there." And he's like, "What? What happened with the water?" <laughs> and she was like, "You fucking pu- pushed it from the back." And he explained the whole fucking story about how he didn't want to dribble water on his fucking silk tie. <laughs> so yeah, I water. didn't want to get my tie wet because it's silk and it'll look bad for a long time. Yeah, and 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 you and sometimes you can't you can't wear the tie again once water's hit it. Right. And he's glazing <laughs> over the fact that he is admitting that he cannot drink water without using two hands, without dribbling water all over himself. <laughs> But then he takes a glass of water and he puts it up to his lips. And I'm looking at it. I go, he still looks like he doesn't know what he's doing. He's, it's still not. It, it, I'm not sure he actually took any water into his face hole. <laughs> Re- regardless, I think I have the idea. I think he drinks everything out of a fucking straw. Sure. That makes sense. Like a child. Like a child. And you put a glass in front of him and he's like, what? <laughs> Remember when he grabbed the water bottle with two hands and was like, I don't know what to do with this. Like a baby bottle? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I remember that. 
But he did start saluting, so he can lift his arm all the way up because he was like, I was saluting all day. And I was like, hey, man, no one was questioning whether you can move your arm up. Uh, a friend of mine had a theory that his clothes were too small. <clears throat> Maybe his girdle's too tight. He can't turn his hand. Either way, this is what he spent time on. And then the rest of it was nothing else. Nothing about what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Nothing. I mean, there was a couple Sleepy Joe jokes, but it's really hard to say bad shit about Biden. And uh, it just didn't go over well. And then Trump capped it off perfectly by getting off the helicopter <laughs> and looking like a beaten bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Those photos are amazing. Yeah. Supposedly, after he salutes the Marine at the bottom of the steps, he turns and sees the press there and he goes, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the ties off, the crumpled MAGA hat, yep. the dejected look in his face. <laughs> he just looked horrible and mad and upset do you feel bad for him not in the slightest (laughs) it also led me to believe what do you guys think donald trump sleeps in like clothing yeah like what do you like Like how do you think he sleeps oh because in my mind one of those crazy oversized sleeping shirts that i sleep in you think so (laughs) oh 100 yes except silk because i picture him in the suit all the time (laughs) i picture him in the suit laying in bed over the covers (laughs) Oh, yeah, no, he sleeps in one of those uh, Ebenezer Scrooge-style men's <laughs> nightgowns. Hat, too? Uh, he got a sleeping cap? I don't know. Did, did someone told him that it'll help prevent hair loss? Hair loss? Mm. Yeah. Mm. He's got some hair you know, control contraption going on up there, I'm sure. Oh, a stocking, a stocking cap to hold his hair in place. <laughs> God, what do you think his head looks like when he gets up in the morning? <laughs> I don't think that's got to be a fucking horror show, right? I don't want to think about that. <laughs> uh, I don't want to think about what he's sleeping in. <laughs> it's probably still crusty from all the shit they put in it, but some of it's not. It's worn out, so it's like sticking out in weird directions. And those patches of pink chap skin <laughs> under the back of his head. <laughs> no, I'm sure that there is a nighttime routine to put his hair into its nighttime mode. And then there's some kind of cap situation that holds it in place. Oh, so you think he puts more product in his hair before he goes to bed? Yeah. Oh boy, I hadn't thought of that. There's no there's no going there's no randomness in, in what he does. There there is a process and a procedure and a right way to do it, and it's bizarre. We just don't know what it is. God, I'd love to know. <laughs> I'd love to know what he fucking wears to bed. So one of the things that fall out another thing of from this rally, eight of his staffers now have, have tested positive for coronavirus. Six of them who were there for the setup mm-hmm. and two of them who were there for the rally. So he wasn't, didn't care about people getting the virus, but now eight of his staffers. I can't imagine. I mean, do you think this will have any impact to him whatsoever? No. Doesn't care about the him. The rally or the, or the fact that they have COVID? The fact that eight of his staffers got, got the virus. No. Absolutely. No, that won't. All of his staffers. It didn't matter when it was six. Yeah. It no. It, it, I mean, he, the person that served him lunch got it. Didn't make a difference. It just means that they'll all have to wear masks while around him. He won't wear one. Because it looks bad, and it turns, you know, his makeup comes off on it, but they'll have to. Fucking weirdos. I don't know. Like, <laughs> when, when this all broke out, I don't know why they went down this route of ignoring it, saying America's the best and we're going to beat it, and then not doing anything about because it. Because they're Where completely incompetent. There's no other way. I guess so. But, <laughs> but again, again, not one person says around him goes, Mr. President, this is a good opportunity for you to lick, nip this in the bud. Mm. Do what's right, and everybody will hail you as a fucking savior. And instead he goes, nah, let's ignore it. 
<laughs> they could have taken the the book that the Obama administration left behind, torn the front cover off, which said, you know, put together by the together by the Obama administration. Here's the here's what you do. We made this for you in the first two years of you know of a. Uh, the, the first administration. two administration that's the word I'm looking for, administration. This is what you need to do. Go with it. Yeah, it, it, he he could have been sailing high now. He could have been, you know, on track to rewin the presidency. Yeah, because these fucking morons would do whatever he said. If he said wear a mask, yeah. wear a mask. And if and all he had to do is say, Yes, I do wear a mask. I just don't wear one when I'm on camera. Sure. That's all you're gonna say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so simple. Hire me, Donald. I work for a hundred grand a year. I will give you the best advice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he could have crazy. Any any time there's any big crisis, the president usually looks really good if they're competent. It's just he is not capable of being competent. I mean, but what I don't get, I mean, I don't know. Maybe because I mean, it would take a team of psychologists to figure out what's wrong with mm. him, but. Like, the moment this was happening, he was like, just deny, deny, deny. Oh, we have 13 cases. It'll be zero by the end of the week. Don't worry about it. I, just reverse that and easily go, I'm the best president in the world. I'm going to fucking lock down on this right now, and we're gonna. I'm going to make sure. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Keep forgetting. Remind you, people are stupid, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> there needs to be a live component to this show. <laughs> <laughs> These jokes don't land. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what uh, what all we want to talk about as far as uh, Bolton's book. Mm. But, uh, I have an article from the Religion News Service about uh, Trump saying that the, the human rights violations, you should just go ahead with that, President Xi, keeping the million Uyghur Muslims in concentration camps. Yeah, you should go ahead and just do that. Yeah, then he suggests you should build more. Yeah. Yeah. If it's working for you, you should absolutely do that. Human rights be damned. Because again, humans don't matter. Just the stock Apart market. Apart from that, the only thing that I wanted to say about Bolton was you're still a fucking coward. Like you could have gone to Congress. You could have said something while you were there. There's a theory that he wanted to be subpoenaed. And uh, the Well, he was subpoenaed. No, he was he not. Wanted to, he, he was he asked wanted to, to testify. He was on by a court. No, he was asked to testify. He was not subpoenaed. He wanted to I thought he was subpoenaed but said that he wanted it to go to court and then said that Schiff failed because because he should have taken it to court and got a ruling. No, I don't think so. I I, I mean I, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that he was not subpoenaed. He was waiting for the subpoena and he was going to go. He didn't want to, you know, look like he wasn't forced to go there minimally, you know, a minimal arm twist because then um he could be painted as a, more as a, of a traitor. So he was waiting for the subpoena. Let me pose a different theory for you. Sure. If Congress had subpoenaed Trump and he got up there and said, Mm. I 100% pressured the Ukraine. I am 100% guilty of everything you're accusing me of. 50 out of those 50 Republican senators would have voted not to impeach and it wouldn't have made a fucking ounce of difference. Both, Both of these things can be true, though. What, so well, so well, why they, why would this elderly piece of shit warhawk miss out on millions of dollars if his testimony means nothing? Because if he testifies, he can parlay that into more book sales. So he wanted uh, to go, but he wanted it to be a slight arm twist to go. Yeah, but now the uh, the book sales now it's now it's a surprise. 
Yeah, but he could have he could have given a little teaser, and then at yeah. the end when he's like, "Thank you, you can leave, Mister Bolton." He goes, "Hey, if you liked what you heard, my book's got more juicy bits coming out in <laughs> June." <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like he didn't want to give out all the good parts in the in the trial. What I don't get though, and, and Ian is right, it doesn't matter what Bolton Agreed. said; he still he still would not have been removed from office. But it just would have added more shit for these other senators to have to defend when they get reelected. Yes. Which would have been nice to know. Yeah. And I still feel Bolton's book probably would have sold just as much. Yeah, exactly. Now, I, you know. I hear that um, it's on the internet, downloadable as a PDF. Not that, you know, I'm condoning that at all. Because, you know, I'm sure you want to give Mr. Bolton money. But I hear. Well, regardless, I mean, wh- I mean, despite what you heard, was there any bombshells? There was no nothing in there that shocked me. No, no. Not at this just point. Just like okay, nah. it's just more shit. Just more. <laughs> shit. Oh, he begged. He begged the president of China to get him reelected. Okay, what a bitch. You know, all everything in there. Oh, everything he does is uh, in honor of himself or in service of himself getting reelected. It has nothing to do for the. We, we uh, know this. Yeah, America's Yeah, got it. I already. I could have told you that before he was fucking elected. Yeah. You know, so I, I'd love to know what the sales are on the book. But uh, do the. You should have done the right thing, John. Regardless, you're a piece of shit. Well, exactly. Yeah, we we all know he's a piece of shit. So. Right. And right. He was a piece of, piece of, shit, of shit going into this. Yeah. Now he's yeah. a slightly he, wealthier piece of shit. Yeah, he, but now he's like a bigger piece of shit. I mean, like, it's like, <laughs> in the sense that, oh, like, maybe all the all the horrible things you were doing really were in service, thinking that you were doing the right thing. But no, it's clearly not, because if that were the case, you would have willingly gone up there. You would, you mm-hmm. know, you wouldn't have kept all this shit under wraps and never said anything. So Jeff posted uh, an article about this. There was no subpoena, but uh, it was because the the House Intelligence Committee did not issue a subpoena after Bolton's attorney threatened to go to court to fight it Mm. if it was issued. And that is what Bolton was saying that the Democrats failed at, that they should have pressed it harder. They should have pressed me to go Hmm. be a witness. Shut up. (laughs) Piece of Could shit. Could have been like a backroom deal, or where they they slip a fucking note like under Jerry Nadler's door and been like, "Dude, just just bring it to court. We'll fold. We're co- we want to come. Just do it this way." <laughs> or are they afraid that Jerry Nadler's such a saint? He'd be like, "I just got this note from from John Bolton." Yeah, probably. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. God damn it, Democrats! When you play fucking dirty, you gotta play dirty to win this game. <laughs> Instead, we've got the Lincoln Project doing the, doing the hard work. <laughs> yeah. Well, they could learn a thing or two from them. Yeah. So since we're running a little late here, um, moving on to uh, UN Human Rights Council says that they have found a new country of concern that uh, needs to be monitored, and they're going to have a vote on the matter as to whether include the United States as a country that needs to be watched for the racist conduct and heavy-handed police situation. Yes. The best, the best part about this <laughs> is that Nikki Haley pulled us out. Of the Human Rights Council, so we don't get a vote. <laughs> nice. I, I just... Everybody is fucking horrible. <laughs> <sighs> Jeff said Bolton's book is number one. Good for him. Well, it was number one on pre-order, yeah. I don't know. They shipped out several copies, so I don't know uh, I don't know what the Thousands. status of the book is now. <laughs> Maybe it's K-pop fans. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to hit this real quick. Uh, Biden's running mate... Vice president. Mm. There were, there were, I think there were six people on the short list. He said that he does want to have a woman vice president. There are four of the possibilities who are, I believe, African American descent. One is Elizabeth Warren, 
And one is Latina uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham, a New Mexico governor. So there's Elizabeth Warren, Michelle Grisham, or Lujan Grisham, Kamala Harris, Val Dennings, Susan Rice, and Keisha Lance Bottoms. Keisha Lance Bottoms is the mayor of Atlanta. Susan Rice was the previous national security advisor. Uh, Val Demings is a representative from Florida. And then Kamala Harris is rep is a senator from California. Do you have any, uh, does anybody have any input onto who they think should be? I really like Susan Rice. I am a longtime Elizabeth Warren fan right sure. here. I don't know if that's the good choice, but <laughs> I'm just, that's my two cents. Jared, do you have anything? I'm not big fans of any of them right now, to be quite honest with you. I think it still should have been, uh, what's her name, from Georgia. Oh, Stacey Abrams? Mm. Yeah, Stacey Abrams I thought would have been a good choice. I really but... like Stacey Abrams, but I don't think she's qualified. I don't think she has the qualifications. Yeah. Look, I, and I used to love Elizabeth Warren, but I am just kind of down on her right now after all the shit that went down. But I don't know. I imagine any one of them is better than Mike Pence. So. Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> By a mile. Yeah, I agree with uh, with what Karen said. I think that Susan Rice has the um, she's got the chops. She has the experience. She's worked in the White House. She she knows what, how things work. Um, she knows. She how don't to get take no done. shit. She's she's a badass bitch. Yeah, yeah. She's well spoken. You know, she's articulate. Yeah, she is. She's got all the creds that she needs. Yeah, I really like her. I mean, the same can be said about Kamala <laughs> Harris. But you know, again, her record is kind of spotty too. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, her record as a prosecutor doesn't really inspire me. Mm. Um, now, I mean, a lot of this, I mean, listen, it ain't going to be Elizabeth Warren. I hate to no, break it to I you. I can't imagine. <laughs> um, you don't have to. I've already gotten <laughs> over it. That out. <laughs> All right. But it does, does, does it feel like pandering or is it just like, it's time? I don't know how you work this. What do you mean? As far as what who he's picking? It's Right, yeah. Having a black woman as your VP? Yeah. I don't think that that's quite pandering. I think it's it's a little bit, but I think it's trying to do what he do what he can to uh, you know be inclusive. All right. I mean, listen, it's not going to hurt him. I, I can mm. tell you that much. Right. And people love pandering, Jerry. They do. <laughs> uh, if I learned anything from the Oscars, they yeah, certainly they do. loved it. <laughs> the next year, every black person won an award, and they were like, "These aren't pity awards at all. These are totally well earned." <laughs> And then, right, then, then the next then year was right back to the usual, and everybody's like, that's okay, mm -hmm. last year fixed yeah. it. We don't have problems anymore. We got rid of Aunt Jemima. <laughs> what else do you need? <laughs> oh, my God. Can you believe people fucking getting up in arms about this shit? About Aunt I, Jemima? People aren't really. I mean, I think people have in the past, but I mean... No, 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 no. I mean on the oh. other end where people are losing their shit because they're oh, changing. Those people are idiots. I, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Karen. Those people are idiots. I... <laughs> Uh, I mean, clearly, I, get, I, I can't decide if it's nice or an empty gesture or a little bit of both. But like the people were opposed to it, whatever. Yeah. Fuck those people; they're dumb. <laughs> but they, but they are under the impression that liberals are have been flipping out about Aunt Jemima, and like, I, and I've been trying to explain to them like, hey, <laughs> shitbag. <laughs> no one's been complaining about Aunt Jemima. The people who own Aunt Jemima just read the fucking pulse and were like, hey, this might be a good time to change yeah. our brand. Get a little yeah. publicity. And they did it. Nobody was protesting Aunt Jemima. Yeah. Um, the margarine with the, the Native American woman on it no longer has the Native American woman on it. <laughs> God damn, they took away my Land O'Lakes lady. They did. Land O'Lakes lady's gone. 
Damn it. I like that, though, because you could put your finger up and it looked like uh, she had boobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Land Lakes. if you cut off the knees and put them yeah. where she's holding the butter? Yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. That was good. The things you learn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the last thing that I've got, I mentioned holy cockfights. This story really caught me by surprise. Holy Fight Ministries is the name of the church. They filed in a Louisiana federal district. They they filed a claim that uh, Louisiana's ban on cockfighting violates their federal and state free exercise of religion, as well as their establishment clause. They said, Reverend Plumbar says, the congregation holds a sincere religious belief that cockfighting represents that while they strive for Christ, they have a necessary symbolic physical manifestation, an epiphany through the fighting cock, a religious mandate of the struggle between good and evil, a struggle for life and death, for the salvation of the soul. Thus, cockfighting is an integral and essential part of their religious faith. It's animal abuse. No, you lose. Your religious rights do not get to say that you get to torture and shoot elephants either. It's not how this works. Just because they're not cute and cuddly doesn't mean you get to kill them for sport or religion. I feel like chickens already have a 100% attrition rate. <laughs> right. Well, everything does, but it's... <laughs> well, I know, but I mean, like, there's no <laughs> wild chicken living a rich, full life. Like an elephant, sure, they are gigantic and majestic and endangered and can stand to be protected. I mean... Well, there's a... If, <laughs> if they wanted to cook chickens... That'd be one thing. Maybe they cook them after the fight. But it's torture to have them fight is the is the problem with it. Yeah, I feel like Purdue's probably not doing the most humane stuff anyway. I would agree with you there, and I have a problem with them as well, but... <laughs> but instead of slaughtering them, they could just... How about that? They'll just have all the Purdue chickens fight, and half of them get to go free, and the other half become dinner. <laughs> oh my god, no! The winners become dinner! Think about it, and then you'd be like... Yo, buy this chicken. It was great. It fought a great fight. It's got strength. It's got it's got big dick energy. It'll give a whole new meaning to winner winner chicken dinner. Yeah. <laughs> think about it, man. It's Jared, awesome. We're onto something. I think we are. Oh my. Like, you want to eat a chicken that fucking lost a cockfight? No, you want the winner. Well, I, I, there, there is one fundamental problem with this: is that the the the, the chickens they use for cockfighting are cocks. You don't normally eat the male chickens. Mm. Because all right, so it's all it's all female then. No, di no big dick energy. Well, the female chickens <laughs> won't fight each other because it's a dominance fight, and women are you know cooperative. <laughs> Karen, nobody needs to look into this. We'll just say that the chicken won a goddamn fight. <laughs> put, a, put, put a little Rocky belt on it or a WWE belt. This chicken kicks some ass. Fine. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> yeah, we got it. That's the name. <laughs> It's a little long for a title for the show. The chicken has yeah. big dick in energy. <laughs> all right. That's all I got. Anybody have anything else? Oh, no. That's a great place to end yeah. it. Nobody steal this idea. <laughs> all right. And that's all we've got for this week. Uh, I want to thank uh, everyone for listening, especially our patrons for supporting the podcast and especially those of you who could join us tonight. If you enjoy the podcast, you can support it by signing up and joining us live or signing up uh, on Patreon and not joining us live. That's a possibility as well. Uh, if you can't do that, please share the podcast on social media. 
or uh, leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, wherever you happen to listen. If you would like to contact us, you can on our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Also, please check out other shows, other podcasts on the soon-to-be-named network. Soon-to-be-namednetwork.com will get you all the different podcasts available for your listening pleasure. Again, I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God go with you.